to that episode too in our two-part series um, on allowing people to experience. Um, part two is pretty much about taking ownership over your emotional intelligence. So we're going to say right now as a preference that you can only honestly grow to the depths that you were taught. Okay, and that's what I mean about growing up is if your parents didn't model certain behaviors or attributes, it's really hard for you to know something immediately that you have never been taught. And a lot of these concepts are practiced. And so if you're not raised in a household where you're constantly practicing it, where it becomes second nature, emotional intelligence is not something that a lot of people are comfortable with. And here's why. It's uncomfortable because they haven't practiced it. They haven't grown up with it. Um, I'm going to be honest, um, I love my parents and not, no fault or bone because they could only go, like I said, as far as their parents themselves have, um, unless they had chosen to do work on their own, honestly, learning and talk about emotions and how they feel and so that, um, but my kids are very open about theirs and that's because I, doing the work myself, have learned to help them in navigating those concepts. And so they are very open about how they feel. They have no, um, well, that's going to hurt someone's feelings or I don't want to be rude and stuff like that. No, they are very direct and they say, this made me feel a certain way. And it's taking back ownership as well as um, we have gotten so used to thinking this misconcept that we make other people feel a certain way. We don't. It's all a chemical reaction that happens in their brain based off their thoughts. And if we put responsibility back onto ourselves for feeling a certain way and stop letting other people dictate how we feel, which is just asinine to think that we give them that much, much control. Um, when we take back responsibility and say, I'm choosing to feel this way because of my thoughts, right? So if I vocalize to them, it's no longer personally attacking them anymore because they didn't make me feel any way. It's my thoughts about it. And if I recognize that, let's say them being late, triggered a thought that they don't respect me and then I feel disrespected so I can say very plainly because I'm now taking personal responsibility because my emotional intelligence is higher through practice and I'll say you know what Cindy when you're late I don't feel respected um, because I have thoughts that you don't respect me when you're late you intentionally mean to do that and she you know what I just struggle with time management that's something I struggle with. Um, and it's not that I'm going around trying to just be disrespectful of people. I honestly will try to leave the house. I will time it and I will try to leave early. And for whatever reason, I cannot, I just get distracted or something happens or like I am not meant to be on time. And when I am, it's like a freaking miracle. Um, even well meaning to and having the right intentions, I just, I can't seem to get out there. And I would be honest too, that's probably a thought model that I need to work on. So is realizing too that these people have their own things going on a lot of the times too we take things so personally <clears throat> and realizing that we need to take one responsibility for our own emotions and realize how we feel is our choice we're no longer blaming the other person for how we feel we're saying i have these thoughts do you mean this by this behavior because that's what i'm making it mean and they can clear it up for us i did not know that you made it mean that way and i can really try to I can try my best to try to be early on time or try to be on time now knowing that that makes you feel that way, right? So we give them opportunity to one, connect emotionally with us when we are open about how we feel 
Um, but two, it saying it out loud also um, helps us work it out and process it instead of that. And so when we weren't willing to have those uncomfortable conversations, um, it, it, it limits our own be- ability to process this. And so are we willing to be uncomfortable? Are we willing to practice a new skill and learn emotional intelligence and be able to verbalize how we choose to feel, not how others make us feel, therefore taking the responsibility off of them. And it shouldn't be a situation where we're rude because we're just expressing how we've chosen to feel after taking that responsibility. We're literally saying, you don't make me feel this way, but these actions line up in a way I have thoughts that create this feeling. Um, so we're taking responsibility back off of them, which should have never been, honestly. I don't know how we got to society where we just blame other people for literal chemical reactions in our bodies that we choose to feel. So let's take back responsibility for how we feel um, and stop blaming and to blame on other people. Um, so being able to hold space for that person, um, we aren't willing to feel uncomfortable because now they have all these negative emotions and we think we have to take them on. We don't have to take them on. We can just witness them and say, I can see how that would make you feel that way. We don't have to quote unquote be empathetic and then feel their emotions. That's a choice in itself. And so a lot of times either we take, we choose to take on other people's emotions, which is not healthy or two, we are just uncomfortable because we don't know how to process our own emotions, let alone somebody else's. So holding space for them while they process them is extremely uncomfortable because we've never learned ourselves how to validate our own feelings. So I hope that helped in this two-part series. And as always, uh, remember to be kind to yourself after all your own humans.